Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Bravo Zulu Podcast, episode number 64. The Culture Council. I had a lot of people in the studio, had a couple on the Zoom. This topic was uh, given to me by last week's um, guest, Kelvin. And he just wanted to talk about, you know, uh, some cultural things that we experience in the Navy uh, as leaders and things we go through as, uh, you know, the diverse group that we had. And it was a really good conversation. Everyone came out of it. um, Everyone came out very respectfully. uh, You know, some things were learned here and there, I think, perspectives and opinions, point of views. But um, we've got a follow-up episode with uh, Nikki and a couple other people. And, uh, you know, hope you enjoy it. Yes, that's the kids in the background. Enjoy episode 64. Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Bravo Zulu Podcast. Uh, we got a lot of people in here today. I didn't know what I was doing. I was inviting everybody. I was so damn excited to do this. And I was like, ooh, you can come. You can come. You can come. And um, I didn't have enough microphones. So we got a couple of people sharing. We got a couple of makeshift things. We got a couple of people not showing up yet. But uh, we're getting into it. Uh, two-time guest now, returning for uh, the two times in one week. Kelvin is back with us. Then we got uh, Nick the Great, who's a regular contributor. Welcome back, Nick. We got CJ, the other great, you know, uh, villain to Nick or something. Y'all, y'all remember episode fifty? It was a, a hooting good time, right? And then we got a couple newbies, right? We got Kim. Say what's up, Kim? Hey. Okay, Kim's new, so she don't know how the vibe yet. Then we got Tanya. What's up, Tanya? Hola. And then, well, there we go. Right? Uh, we're mixing up languages. So tonight's episode. Uh, you know, something like, you know, Council of Culture, right? It's just, I, I like, you know, two C's on it, you know? So, uh, you know, the other day when we was uh, talking with Kelvin, uh, he mentioned about, you know, wanting to do another episode immediately. And I was like, yo, that's dope. Uh, sure, what did you have in mind? And he was like, yo, let's talk about diversity and things like that and, and culture within the Navy, the diversity within the Navy, and how we as minorities which technically everyone looking at me funny i'm not right right everyone right right i'm not you know I'm, uh, most would uh, be over here classifying me in the privilege section <laughs> right but then people get real confused when they uh be actually looking at me they see josh Moore, they're all this privileged motherfucker and then they see me and they're like oh confusion right so we're going to talk about that and when different things related to it, uh, experiences, overcomes, and, you know, all kinds of good stuff. So, you know, Kelvin, I'm going to kick it over to you so you can kind of kick us off of what you think um, and, and about the diversity within the uh, Navy and whatnot. And, guys, if, if you're watching on YouTube, we're, we are streaming this live on YouTube. Chat, you know, if you've got questions or situations, drop them in the chat. We'll answer them. Uh, we don't have Kelvin on the, uh, on the screen, unfortunately, but um, maybe next time. Go ahead, Kelvin. Now, so uh, I think this is something that's been near and dear to my heart recently. Obviously, uh, as you guys may not be able to see, I'm a black man, a uh, warrant officer. Um, and I've now been a couple places where I've been the senior minority 
Um, and, and, and that has meant a lot to me. That is, that is uh, something that I undertook that has meant a lot to me. Uh, first for somebody, for a young sailor to have a face uh, of a minority, whether that be woman, whether that be culturally, whether that be based on sexual orientation, somebody that they can see and, and kind of manifest their dreams. They can see that, Hey, this person, that is something that I can achieve even, and I don't want to use race as a negative, um, but in the, in this company, in my race. Um, and that, that is something that's been major to me. And that's something I've, I've, I've undertaken, but I also uh, think that we all can understand that sometimes um, being a minority in this business um, can be looked at as a negative, especially when you look at leadership in the Navy at the higher levels and you don't see many people that may be women that may be a uh, minority racially. Um, and, and really it's kind of, how, how do we continue to combat that? How do we continue to move up? How do we continue to reach our young sailors um, and, and tell them that, yes, you can make it when they're not really seeing uh, minorities at those higher, higher levels uh, in the Navy? Who wants to go first? What was the question? No, there's no question. Just talk. Yeah, just open. Everyone nervous. Is it? I'm all right, nervous. So. I don't. I don't. Um. I don't necessarily have uh, a answer to the question that I heard as far as how we do it. I think the United States is kind of um, unique. Um, it's almost like an experiment for the world of uh, a mix of all these different cultures to come together. So I think that races, whether we want to admit it or not, is always going to be a factor um, because there's not really another nation in the world is a melting pot like the United States and the military that we serve in, you know, as you know, we, we welcome all, you don't even have to be a citizen yeah. to join the U S Navy. So, um, it's kind of, I kind of liken it to sexual assault, things like that, you know, where we can talk about it and train on it. And that's pretty much, um, the, the first line of defense against issues with race. You know what I'm saying? Because we train on sexual assault all the time. Right. But guess what? 40,000 recruits graduate every year from boot camp. You know what I'm saying? And uh, statistically, somewhat of 20% of those are going to be uh, assailants. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. So do you feel that the, the diversity is just it's something we got to gotta deal with? And we... I think of it like this. We should be dealing with it in a positive manner and not a negative manner, right? The negative, the, the, the negative aspects of it are out there. We know they're out there. There's not much you can do about it, right, about the negative parts, right? Like you said, if there's 40,000 recruits coming through, there's a percentage of them that don't like other people for, for the basic reason of skin color or fucking, you know, shape of their eyes or the fucking other nation that they're from, or, you know, because they've never met that motherfucker before, right? So, as leaders, everyone sitting here at the table, right, do you focus more on that negativity of it and, and what, you know, society out there, and we all know what's going on in fucking the world, right, in, in America, right, do you focus more on that and, and and trying to answer those questions, or within the Navy, do you just try to answer the positive, or answer everything outside of the outside of the lifelines with positivity inside the Navy? Because obviously... Some of the people here are affected by things outside the lifelines, right? You can't bring that to work. You know, everyone says, you know, that kind of shit, right? Right. So how do you answer that at work? Um, well, I'll kick this up. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not trying to. It's Nick, but I ain't trying to be. Uh, I ain't trying to be like long winded. I just, I can relate your question to what I really went through. So real quick, um, I'm a I'm a former S I'm a LS former SK. So being in supply on the West Coast, you run into the mafia, um, and I just remember. As a young sailor, how um, they manipulated certain situations in my division. Like, um, they used to let me go. They used to let me off early, right? Like 12, 1300. Oh, yeah, you, SKSN, you good, man. Right? So I'm thinking, I'm young, so I'm ignorant. So I'm thinking, like, okay, cool. I'm not ignorant, but I'm, yeah, I am ignorant. I'm cool, I'm off. But what they were doing was, they was getting me out the way. They would go to lunch together. My second classes, they would take the the third class that was uh, with me as well, and they would go to lunch together. And then they would come back, and they would show him everything in our supply. That's the system we work on. So over time, he knowing how to do stuff, I'm not. They're not saying, McClare, you can't do it because – they know I can't because I wasn't shown that. Yeah. So I always had jobs like go turn over parts on the pier or uh, DCPO, stuff like that. So as I started catching on and seeing what was going on, um, I just always promised myself, like, if I if I make it, when I become that, I'm not going to do that. So then, you you know, you fast forward some odd years later. Now I'm LPO, and I got a uh, uh, mixed division. You know, Filipinos, African-Americans, white, uh, Asian-American, it doesn't matter. So I just remember how that made me feel and made sure that I did the opposite with them. Don't cut nobody early right. for work. Keep them there till 1600. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fuck the bullshit. But, like joking, but like yeah. everyone stay here at work and learn. Really, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's something, you know, I, I had another brother that's going to try to make it. Me and Nikki was talking about this earlier before we started, right, in doing the, the, the podcast before the podcast, right? And, you know, uh, and even me and Kelvin uh, during the weekend was talking about that. Something that often com- comes up with the quote-unquote mafia, which I don't like using that term, right? Everyone knows my wife is Filipino, right? Everyone knows that my father-in-law is a retired mass chief, right? I didn't know that. You stupid. <laughs> so uh, I think it's like derogatory, right? Just like when after after the mafioso days of the 20s and 30s, when Italian Americans had the bad stigma, bad stigma during the 60s and 70s, we're moving to Vegas. You could watch the movies and everything, right? And then you know if you're Italian American, then obviously like there's this thing about you, right? That oh you're related to it, you're Italian, so you must be this. And you could take that with any culture, any ethnicity, right? And in the Navy, it happens to be attached to Filipinos. But something that that is. You know, uh, good or bad, I don't know how to say it, but is so everyone run, will run around and be like, "Oh yeah, Filipino mafia, Filipino mafia," but then nobody does anything about this so-called mafia that they see or don't see. Why is that? Well, let, let me let me because I, I think there's a couple good points there. The first thing is obviously the Navy is very diverse, and that's something that we all have to deal with. I've dealt with. I grew up in an all black community. I've dealt with cultures and and, and races that I normally wouldn't deal with coming from where I'm from. 
I think there are some things that are very positive about, and I know, you know, we say it as a derogatory thing, um, or I, I know you classified it as derogatory, but I think every other culture kind of has a little bit of respect for, you know, what we'll quote unquote call the mafia um, because they have, they have at, at its, at its essence, what they've said is we're going to take care of our people. Um, now, I also agree that they've sometimes done this, and this is where I guess we could put a negative spin on that. They've sometimes done that at the detriment of maybe other cultures. But I think every culture can pick up a little piece and say, again, me as a, as a black man, I can say that maybe there's something, some way that I can reach maybe junior sailor, uh, who I'm an IT, but this guy's a seaman, but maybe we have similar experiences and I can reach him maybe even better than his own divisional leadership because I can reach him on that cultural level because we've been through or experienced some of the same things. And I think that is where the mafia is a positive. And I wish, again, to an extent that, and again, I'm going to speak from, from black people, um, I wish that we did that a little bit better. You know, I hear that a lot, if I can interject real quick. Um, and I understand what you're saying, bro. Um, but I think that black Americans face. Um, so their their situation is, is unique to any and every ethnicity in the world. You know what I'm saying? Black Americans are literally the only people they don't have. We, ha- we have to create our own culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have... Uh, a heritage per se because it was robbed from us. We don't have our own language. You're taken away from it. Robbed. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So I mean, the reason yeah. I say I that, say and the reason I say like, it's important, removed from the reason it, I say it's important is you take any other ethnicity on the planet, and um, you remove them from their home and put them somewhere else, and they migrate to get. You know, they're going to come back together because they have a common, uh, you know, uh, uh, heritage. <laughs> yeah. That that they connect with. You take. A brother like myself from Texas and someone from Ohio and someone from, I don't know where you from, bro. He from Ohio, too. Fuck, here we is go. He? Well, I'm you know from what I'm Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is like East Coast, West Coast, Southern, Midwest, everyone has grown up in their own little bubbles, you know? Um, um, so the connection for black Americans, it's not easy to, it, it's just, it's more difficult, you know? And I'm not giving us an excuse uh, it's a tragedy what happened to black Americans, but I think it's overlooked. People just say, well, why don't you guys just get your shit together, essentially. And I, know, I, I, don't, I don't feel that's what you were saying, bro, but I'm saying that's what I hear a lot, mm-hmm. you know, because I do think it's well, admirable that we see other races be able to help each other out like that. And I think that um, it, 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 it's not necessarily a bad thing if there is a line that they, you know, as long as they don't cross certain boundaries, you know what I mean? Like, I know, Nick, you're part of this group that we're part of right. called the Conglomerate. Bro, I don't know if you're part of it. Um, what's his name? Bro? You talking about the Facebook Kelvin. group? Yeah. yeah, Kelvin. He in there. Yeah, okay. You in yeah, there, right? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, yes. that is a, a minor step. Nah, Nick, you're not invited, bro. I mean, uh, Josh. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a small step towards trying to, you know, um, uplift each other up. You know what I'm saying? But I, th- I think that that's something that um, is, is, is oftentimes overlooked. You know what I mean? And it's hard for anyone outside of black culture to understand that truly. In front of the mic, Tanya. Um, you pull it down, pull I it down. I think we can learn a lot from the mafia. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Um, 
And then, like, black community, Hispanic community, I don't, if we did it in the Navy, sorry, if we did it in the Navy, then go for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not mad at them for it, but when they start backstabbing and stepping on toes and doing dumb shit like that, oh, no cursing? Dumb stuff like that, yes or no? Yeah, yes. we cuss oh, like sorry, a we can, We're sorry. adults here. Um, then that's when I have a problem with it, you know? But I, I don't see anything wrong with it, especially because in my career, I think I was told I was told that I wasn't going to do this and I wasn't going to go nowhere. Now, were they going to say that to the white seamen or to the white second class? You know what I'm saying? No, they treat us a certain way because we are or were the minority. So um, I agree with, you know, Kelvin. Kelvin? Kelvin? I don't know why. Sorry. We get the name messed up. All of them. All of them. All, all of them are fine. I mean, I agree with you. We can't learn from it. I don't think there's any. Why aren't we doing it? Answer me that. Or are we doing it? And I don't know nothing yeah, so about the, So the other part is, I'm not, and I know I focus on black males because that is what I am, but you can really take this across any minority set, whether that be women. You know, I don't, I don't see, and mind you, I'm not a woman, so please, please, if I'm speaking out of turn, I know we have two women on the set, they can correct me, but I don't see necessarily women uplifting each other to the same level that, again, the, the mafia is, or... And again, you can kind of take this across any group set that in which we would consider a minority and say that, hey, we, to me, in a lot of ways, the mafia has it right. And I wish minority sets um, looked out for each other in that same way. Well, because women are petty. So most <laughs> women are petty. So and they're going to do that. But hey, but y'all, y'all, um. Y'all got Facebook groups like Chief Chicks and all this other stuff. But you know what? In all honesty, did I say that right? Chick Chiefs, yeah. And um, but in all honesty, from my understanding, from conversations I've had uh with females that are in the mess, um, they tell me like a lot of information has come across through Facebook groups like that that, you know, um everyone else wasn't necessarily aware of or, you know, um like there's there's networking going on within the female chiefs, at least. I can't speak for all pay grades and associations, but am I wrong? No, no, you're wrong. You're not wrong. There is, um, and not all of them are like that. And yeah. they, we do like, we can all eat. We want to see each other grow. Especially if I see, like, if I have a female CEO, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with a, a male CEO, but you don't really see a female CMC, a, a female CO, or female XO, whatever the case is. But there is some like those. Pay, that's how I don't really. I stay on there, you know, because they do give out some information. A lot of my mentors are on there, but a lot of when they start with the bullshit and the pettiness, like I don't even pay. I don't. I don't entertain it. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And I trust first. So I go into, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? Until you cross me and then we have a problem. I'm like, oh, okay, you're one of those. Now, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, you know, because we all have our flaws. Um, I'm not the perfect friend, the perfect chief, or the perfect female, period, or whatever the case is. But when it comes to, you know, like loyalty and respect, like that's, it's it's a Mm no-brainer, you know? Um, So, uh... If I may uh, interject some uh, trolley, right? It, would part of the uh, focus or part of the problem be is too much focus on all of that? And, and from here on, let's not call them the mafia anymore because I really don't like that term. They're just Filipinos. Like, we know what they, what it is, right? So they're just Filipinos, right? Um, again, it, it'd be like if you put anything, if you put La Emma on fucking, you know, the Hispanics or something, right? Like, like we, don't, we don't have to classify them as a group like that. We know that they're the Filipinos, and we know – how some of them are and how a lot of them are not just like with other groups of people right 
So two questions, like, is there too much focus on diversity? And the second of it, going back to what we we're kind of talking about, was like, why can't other ethnicities do it? I got to, I, I, in my opinion, the reason why there's not enough focus on diversity is because part of the military is history and heritage. So when you go back, not even, yeah, you know what I'm saying? A couple, yeah, yeah, of course. You yeah. know what I mean? 30, 40, 50 years ago, mm-hmm. um, not for all you history buffs, not 50 years ago, but, uh, uh, you know, yeah. not so long ago, I could only be a certain rate. Yep. Me and CJ, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We could eat at, at at a certain place. So, and we were still called names or, or yep. only, jo- only these jobs were available to us. So, diversity and... Uh, unit cohesion with the diversity is important when you start speaking history. Yeah. Because um, for for me personally, I just, when we start talking about 1893 and, and all this other kind of stuff, uh, it's cool. However, uh, you know what was going on in 1893 for people that look like me? So I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not screaming 1893 at the top of my lungs or, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm real picky about and selective about where I choose to celebrate history. You know, I, I'm more inclined to celebrate uh, women's heritage, women's women's month. I celebrate women. Oh, right. Over, uh, you know, something from the past when yeah. myself, women, and Filipinos and whoever else didn't look like the poster sailor, Yeah, how we were treated. You see what I'm saying? And no, that's a perfect point because when you bring that stuff up, you know, it wasn't just blacks. Right. It's everybody. Yeah. That wasn't. Yeah, Filipinos. Yes. You know, fucking female. What? Females. Yeah, females, yes, but also Vietnamese, right? Right. So, like, they were like, hey, you can't do this job. You do this job. That's your job. Right. But I can't. See, I can't speak for Vietnamese or I can only speak through what I face. Right, right, right. And yeah. And what I've seen. In the military, um, I don't, maybe CJ, maybe Kelvin. Hey, Kelvin, where you from? I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, I'm from Toledo. All right. Um, but what I what I would say is, I've seen an experience where uh, a white sailor would, or, or a white male, would be more helpful to a female. Hispanic or Vietnamese, just a female sailor in general, vice helping me, a black man. Right. So I understand, you know what I'm saying, when they say, you're right, like everybody. It wasn't just blacks, it was everybody. But and let's be real, at the time, what was the population, like was there, was, was, was there Filipinos like that in the, in the military back then? Well, I mean, it depends on when you say back then. But Talking about yeah. back in the days where... 60s and 70s, yeah, but not not right. too many further back then. Not, not back too many further. Right. right. So that's where, that's why that, that rubs me wrong. And when we say, I just want to tell you about the, the, when you say you don't like the term mafia, right? I get it. Um, but when you're a sailor and you, and you and your brother, not your real brother, but your best friend who looks like you and identifies like to, to the same circumstances as you, 
when a Filipino sailor fails a PRT and he's given an EP. And we all know that you can't get an EP if you've got if you failed a PRT. Yeah. And you advance and he advances over you two. Yeah, that's, that's the mafia. Because that's who made that happen. Right. You see what I'm saying? No, I, so I I'm totally a, get it. Go ahead, Calvin. So I, I think one of the biggest things, one of your first questions was, do we focus too much on diversity? You got to remember that we're still in a majority-driven uh, uh, workplace because we still have not had a minority CNO. We have had, and I don't know what the current McPon is, and I'm not trying to um, – no disrespect meant to him, but we've had what one minority McPon. We have not had a female in either one of those. We've only had, I think, one female four star. Um, I I am on a ship right now that has one minority department head, and that's to include the COXO and TMC. You rarely see minority uh, flag officers. Uh, so the diversity conversation can never. Well, I'm not going to say can never end. But I think it is very prominent in the Navy right now. It is very prominent. Um, so I don't think it's something that we should we should shy away from because the celebration and understanding of our diversity is what I think makes us so great. Right. And I'm not saying don't celebrate diversity. I'm just asking, is there sometimes too much focus on on diversity, right? Because if we're always focused on how different we are and how and all the different backgrounds and all that all the time, how can we ever focus in on what brings us together? Right, and I, th- I think there is a fair balance. Um, I, I think uh, at the end of the day, what, what we all have to recognize is we are probably, um, in terms of U.S. history, and I'm not saying this to say uh, we're the greatest place, but we are probably – at the place right now in U.S. history where we are the most celebratory of diversity at any time in U.S. history, right? We've had a black president. We've, um, I think we've now to include sexual orientation and things of that nature, but I don't think that means we've made it. We've arrived. The conversation needs to end. Um, again, I don't, I don't know where that line is, uh, but I think this is a conversation that needs to continue. Yeah, I don't think that it's too much because, like you said, we have how many sailors going through boot camp? 40K. So they grew up with a racist parent probably. So well, at least one in the – at least one or a few or a hundred, right? Yeah. So yeah. when they join the Navy and they come from, what you know, wherever they came from, that's probably their first experience. Like I know a certain uh, – I know a couple people that have told me that the first time they ever uh, shared a bathroom with a black person was in boot camp. You know when they joined the Navy, so. Well, I can say that too. Yeah, but I'm saying I didn't do sports, like. Right. <laughs> I didn't but do. That's I didn't why, do fucking public showers, yeah. so I mean. But, but that's why to, I think different. they keep diversity, like it's an annual training or whatever. You know. They yeah. Do. Again, again, like don't get. I'm not saying stop anything, yeah. right? I'm not saying stop. I'm saying is sometimes there's too much focus, and we don't focus. Like, where's the bring us together training, yeah. right? Where's the like you know the the unit cohesion training? Because if it's all we're ever doing, you said when are we talking about positive? Huh? When are the positive? When are yeah. we, you're asking? Oh, got you. Yeah, you know because like and diversity isn't negative. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying if we're always if it's always a celebration of individual groups or individual people or something, right? 
then how can we celebrate us, you know, here in the Navy together, right? Kim, do you have anything to say? I do. I just... <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. I don't. No. Well, yeah. Go. Just jump in. Go Come ahead. Through, Cam. I'm still brainstorming. This is so. probably the most serious conversation I've ever had. With Come through, Cam. I, I think I think y'all are taking a real. Like I mean, like yes, it's a serious conversation. I but, love it. I mean, I'm look. I tell people I, I could play both sides of the fence. Okay, so I'm very comfortable in talking about anything. Right? I don't give a fuck. Kim. <laughs> yep. Josh. Um. I mean, I see your point. The, uh, the amount of, I guess, training is what you're saying? Inclusivity? Inclusivity? Is that the yeah, word? Yeah, I okay. think so. The training where it's like, okay, this month it's Asian Pacific Islander month, and then you have separate months for everything else. I'm thinking about, like, when are we all embracing our different cultures? I guess that's the way we do it, like... Every month is we celebrate this heritage, this culture. I guess that's the Navy's way of focusing on differences. I mean, okay, <laughs> right? What are, you, what are you What are you looking for? Yeah, I think yeah. No, I'm not looking. Y'all know you? I'm not looking for anything. I'm just looking for the car. Like, I'm not looking for anything. I'm just asking. Is there like is there ever like if we if there's twelve celebrations a year uh-huh. for twelve different special groups, is that finally enough, or? Do we need to start splitting months like Hispanic Her- Heritage Month? And I know it's because of certain dates and stuff. Right, right. You don't even get a whole month. You get 30 days. You get 30 days, not a month. Months are, there's only 12, and we get 30 days, okay? And I don't mean we, I mean the Hispanics. Like Black people only get 28. <laughs> true. That's true, but it's still a month. It's February. Y'all got February. We can't even say we got, we, we can't even say we got September. May. Not, you got May? I got May. Okay. So, see, but, like, so, like, is 12 months enough to get everything done? And then, like, when is it just, like, when is it Navy Month? Like, when are we celebrating Navy Month? Uh, In November when it's October? Go Army Beat. Go Navy No, October 13th. October 13th. Wait, wait, wait. All right. All right. Touche. Nick got it. When, it. when it's Go Navy Beat Army. You're right. Sometimes it's November, sometimes it's December, right? But what I feel like is is Navy Month is um, or Navy Day is when um, every day. Not to say and and listen, I am I am anti Joe. Anybody who know me know I am, but like I'm not gonna sit here and lie and be like, oh yeah, I feel like that every day. But like no, like some days I feel like being. You know, squared away, as, 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 as we say. Like, I'm going to make sure my boots is polished. I'm going to make sure, you know what I'm saying, I'm representing the, the uniform correctly. I'm following the rules. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm making sure this is how it is. That, you, you know, being, mm-hmm. being Joe for a little bit. I get my little dose in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I know I'm not the only one that does it or feels that way because I know, I know the three of y'all, I've worked with y'all, so, and I've seen y'all, your work ethic, so... I'm sure. I'm sure. If you're here, you're not a dirt bag because he doesn't like dirt bags. And Kelvin, you already, you know, you uh, warrant. And I mean, you already do great things because you're from Ohio. So I already, we don't even got to talk about you. But um, respect. That's 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 what I feel like is Navy Day because it's not just uh, myself doing it; it's everybody doing it. So when you 
addressing people how they're supposed to be addressed. When you're up upholding the courtesies and customs, customs of the military, that's when you, every day is next day. Because okay. this is our this is our it's our life. Like let's be real, it's, it's our life. Because you're not it's not an off switch. We don't we don't get off from work. So it's you're a sailor twenty four seven. However, but, but, but no. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, I think it's every day. Like at work, what do they talk about? They talk about the Navy. They talk about the mission. So it's only a couple times in the month that for that month, if they even do something, they celebrate Hispanic heritage or Asian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so other than that. Fake. Yeah. Yeah. If that's what you, if that's what your outlook is. Well, again, so again, I'm only asking questions to drive the conversation, right? I'm not saying everything I say, I believe. I'm trying to drive the conversation. So, you know what? So, go um, ahead. Well, this is my thing. And, um, man, don't let me go off on a tangent because I'm starting to fill this out. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keep sipping, y'all. Oh, the conversation y'all see, get real see, good. See, Josh understands what goes on when I have a couple drinks. So, I'm going to try to slow it down. But uh, this is my thing. This is how I see it, right? I think that um, I think I understand what you're trying to say, Josh, because I think you think that um, keeping it at the forefront of the conversation um, could in some ways be a negative thing because it's it's a constant reminder that create division. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And if, if you're constantly if it's constantly at the forefront, can you ever actually implement it? I kind of agree with you to an extent. And I'm going to tell you how I kind of agree with you. I think that um, a lot of people, like you just said, we're in the Navy 24 hours a day, which 100% is true. Um, But I think that a lot of people come to the Navy to um, be the end-all solution and um, to their entire life because they're part of this. Most of us, our entire adult career has been Navy. Most of us join the Navy you know, late teens, 17, 18, 19, early 20s. Here we are now, um, you know, mid-30s, early 40s, you know what I'm saying? So our entire adult life has been the Navy. And a lot of times people put requirements on the Navy that you don't hear from other civilian companies and things like that. Now, granted, this is a unique organization. It's not a lot of organizations that you do for a career that would require you and your family and everyone to move three to five years every three to, you know what I'm saying? So I get that. But on the same token, I think sometimes, man, chill out, have a drink. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to constantly look to the Navy and be like, well, I think that, you know, our people aren't represented correctly. You know, like, for example, I don't even want to go. Because no, no. it might be something I oh. thought of. It might be something my sailor thought of. Hold on, hold on. But, it, but so I think the thing is, I and, and I say this for me, is it ever, when we get into, is it ever too many? Because I'm a black man first, right? And, and I think we can prove that very simply by saying, has anybody ever seen orders on a sailor coming in and try to guess or already base their work, work ethic off of the name that they saw? I'm sure we all have. Um, so everything I do, I, I'm in the Navy and I've been in the Navy 23 years, but at the end of the day, I'm still a black man. Um, so you ask me and, and, and anybody who's worked with me will tell you this. I've been late one time in my career. Why? Because as a black man, I've always wanted to defeat 
the stigma that black people are always late. So I literally get to work an hour early just to defeat the stigma that black people are late because I know that if I am late, then it is, oh, he's a black man. And that's the stigma that goes with black people. They're always late. So I, I don't, I can never, I, I will never not be a black man and I will never not be, uh, walk into a room and that carries with it certain stigmas before anybody's even talked to me. The saying, like I said, you can take that to any minority group. Like you said, like w- when we started this conversation, Josh, you said, based off of my name, you would think ABCD, Josh Moore, until you met me, right? And that is a fact based off of your name. If I seen orders for Josh Moore, I'm going to think you're a white guy from California. That is a fact. Um, and it's the same thing we could say with a woman that we've seen coming, right? And a lot of times women have to work harder than a man to prove they belong because, you, because when you see that name, when you see that name, you are automatically, oh, shit, I'm getting a woman. So that woman has to work twice as hard those to prove facts. her worth than maybe a man. Let me, no, let me. Those are facts. How? Those are facts. I'm just saying that because I'm a woman. No, those but, are hold facts. On. How? Because it's not a fact. Because when I get a when I got a, when I get female sailors, they're treated the same as the male sailors. If not, so I, so, so, so I can so I make sure to weed out any misconceptions, uh, stigmas, or anything. Like no, uh, Stacy, you're treated just like Kevin. Oh, okay, but he's we're talking talking about stigmas. That's that's something different. So. When a, a pretty sailor, right, checks on board or whatever the case is. So y'all not saying stuff like, oh, she about to get pregnant. She about to get off the no. ship. Or when I walk into a room, like, oh, here she comes. She's a loud Latina coming through. And that's no. the We stigma. only say that because we know you. N- no. But not no, for some random. Okay. Be- <laughs> I just want to no, make no, that no, clear no, for you. Love Joshua. Let's be real. Let's be real. Does that happen? Absolutely. Yes, that happens. Does it happen? Absolutely. You can't say that that's fact when you got leaders sitting here who no, no, no. get sailors that and that doesn't cross their mind. I don't. I don't say, "Oh, she's so, about to get pregnant," or "Oh, she's about to like." Ah, I don't. I don't. That ain't. That ain't how. I, that is not how I operate as can a. Can I? Can I interject? Real yeah, quick? go ahead. Do your thing. I honestly think that it kind of goes along with man, Tanya. You are gonna hate me for this. I honestly think it goes along with the myth of uh, unequal pay. Okay, so let me let me put it to you like this. Let me put it to you like this. This is my mentality, right? We just we just discussed the amount of time everybody's been in the Navy, right? A lot of us have been in. I know, Kelvin, you said you've been in for 23 years, right, bro? That's yeah, fine. so, I mean, there's a lot of people in here who got a lot of time in the military, right? <laughs> Not how, Kim. How, just, hold on. Kim been in, like, nine years. She, she over there, like, oh, well, my God, yeah, they're going to okay, figure so me out. <laughs> But what, what the reason I say that is how 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 many of us throughout all of our years in the military have grown and matured and have realized that the stigmas or the stereotypes that we placed on people don't necessarily apply. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a lot of things that I came into the military with with the pre preconceived idea of who individuals were, and over the years I've learned that that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? That you can't judge a book by the cover. So I say that to say this idea there, we all have been in Navy long enough to know that. Yeah. Are there individual? I can't speak. Nothing is indefinite. There's always an anomaly, but this is an equal opportunity organization. As far as gender roles go for the most part, I've never personally encountered a female being held to a higher standard 
I can see a female internally feeling that she needs to work harder to try to keep up. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, let's so, say, for example, maintenance, right? You're carrying toolboxes. You're doing all these things. I've seen females overly push themselves because they want to show that they um, don't want to be treated differently. You know what I'm saying? But the idea that they are the pressure of you must work harder to be equal, that one I don't see. That You got to educate me on that. I was gonna say, yeah, you, okay, let me ask you. Go ahead. Come. No, go, go, go ahead. Go but, ahead. Yeah, you haven't seen it, right? I, I know, but you're, and you, but you're a male, and I'm glad you haven't seen it. But not only have I lived it, but I've seen it. I don't know about Kim. Um, Kim, you so, can answer into the uh, microphone. Yeah, sorry. The microphone. So, I'm letting her finish. She's okay. So that's why it, it does happen, and you know, it's very. I was gonna say it's very easy for you guys that are males, you know, to say that no, that's not the case, but you've never walked in our shoes um, to, to say that. But you know what? On the flip side of that, I could also say from a male's perspective, I see many females get preferential treatment. Yes, I agree with that too. So mm-hmm. from my standpoint, when I hear a female say that, the first thing that goes in my mind is, but what about old girl when she was messing with right. old boy and blah, 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 or better yet, old boy was just liking her. You know what I'm saying? She was, he was going to get no play. Right. Like we knew that, Simping. you know what I'm saying? Right. But, and you know what? And, and that female took that to the highest level yes. she could. So this mentality that that's why I say as a, as a policy, the organization as a policy, the, 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 the way the organization is structured, it's not set up against you to work harder. And, if there are individual cases where, because I can't denounce, I can't say that that's not the case. I'm sure it has, especially in your experience, because you're telling me. Yeah. So I, I believe you. But on the same token, it, the opposite is occurring as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, and the, so and I can't is. say the organization, like, I think a blanket statement saying females have to work harder to prove themselves. I, that is where I take issue with. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's not my experience I've actually experienced the opposite. Can, can I ask, as somebody has been on, as somebody has been on three ships, three, right? Yeah, three. Um, so like, uh, if I've seen it in situations where, like, yes, Tanya, uh, a, a, a female engineer, yes, because I, I I got female engineer. Uh, well, we wouldn't know because you ain't saying nothing. <laughs> but, Please give um, me I'm, I'm just but um, I've seen female engineers uh, have to work harder. Female bosun mates, I've seen them have to prove themselves and work Thanks. harder because that's a dominated, a male dominated, and it has a lot of uh, uh, bullshit behind it. Like they think they're macho or whatever, and it's like, bro, you're not even like that. So I don't even know why you're giving her a hard time. Yeah. Like, you're not a man's man. Can I, Nick, so, so can I ask yeah, you a question? Yeah, go ahead. But <laughs> Have I, but you ever... this statement, though. Okay. But uh, operations, admin, supply, like, nah, you're not about to sit here and tell me that a woman got to prove herself in No, admin. I'll give you one better. Though. Go ahead. I'll give you one better, though. Have you, this is my own experience. Right. Have you ever seen, because I can understand what you're saying about engineering and things like that, right? I can only speak for aviation maintenance. But I can also talk about shipboard maintenance because I've been on carriers and stuff. But um, have you ever seen females being praised solely because they are working equal to what a male does? Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? In those same scenarios, it's like, you know what? As a female, you're still holding your own. You know what? 
you get the EP. And it's like, yo, this is But hold on, hold up. She didn't do anything extra, but because she's a female yes. and she did the the you know, she was meeting the same quality of work as other males or and, whatever the case. Don't might let her be, be you see what I'm saying? So it's it, it, both ways. It's like I can't say that it doesn't happen, hold on, but hold on. as a policy, as a blanket statement, I can't I'll stop, I, I wouldn't I'll say stop, that I'll that stop. That's the case. Because right now, there's a lot of men talking about a lot of women in the Navy. And I got two women sitting right here. So I really want to hear, because this is, so this topic was a big topic in the podcast before the podcast with me and Nikki. Okay. And everyone, I don't need to retell the story. Everyone know Nikki here, right? Except Kim, you never met my wife, but everyone knows Nikki. Okay. Yeah, she a real one. Okay, so. Shout out to Nikki. <laughs> shout out to, hey, boo. I'm coming up soon. <laughs> but, so, so, Avi, like, she, she served her time. In a in the nur- in the nursing field, officer world, right? So, unlike the civilian world where most nurses are female, in the military, guess what? Most nurses are male. It's still a male dominant, you know, community. So, I really want to hear from the females about because we have a female engineer that was just brought up, right? We have a female admin that was just brought up. Right, so I really want to hear about like the things that y'all have seen, that you witnessed, that you've experienced in all this, because you know, like th- this is diversity, which women are included in that, right? And it's important that we hear that perspective from you guys to uh, continue to drive this situation. And oh, hey, by the way, they're both minorities, right? From eth- different ethnic groups that ha- that influences their experience, right? So, Kim. Kick it. I'm gonna kick it. Okay. Uh, female engineering. So, just like males, there's they're not all the same. You're not gonna have some badass females, and you have some you know stereotypical ones like oh I can't do it I'm weak. So I, I mean, they are praised. Some are praised for doing what a male can do. Like okay, good job doing that water wash. And then you have your your other females who just do the bare minimum, and you're like, oh, don't get pregnant. <sighs> so there is stereotypes where it's, okay, that's expected, just another female. But then you do have that treatment where it's like, oh, okay, Chief saw the, the new E3 check-in, female. It's like, hey, take care of her. It's like, okay, she can take care of herself. It's just because she's a female. She's not like, she can't do it. So I've seen that, but... I mean, what else? So, <laughs> so, those bitches give us a bad name, okay? Like, let's be honest. No, because there is those, and you're right. I have seen it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it took me 20 years to make Chief White because I wasn't sucking dick. You know what I mean? So, oh. there is females that are like that, but you guys, you're that's what you've seen, and that's what you're judging. It sounds like, it feels like, that's what your judgment is off of, just those scenarios. I don't know. No, because it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? And I hate. But, like, for me, the first thing I do when the sailor checks in is I, because I'm senior, now because of what I've been through, because I know better, because nobody was there for me to take care of me, I go in there and I tell them, anybody fucks with you, this is, this is A, B, and C, what you're not going to do, and this is what you are going to do. You know, because we're all equal. So I make sure there should be a senior 
um, females in the Navy that go in and instead of being mad at them, oh, my God, here comes this little girl and now she's going to do this and that, you know. But that also goes to, okay, well, what about that male chief? Is anybody talking to him? Are you talking to your brother and letting him know? Like, yo, or your sister or whoever, like, because they both prey on him. Like, let's be honest. Are you talking to him and letting him know? Like, hey, hands off. Oops, sorry, I'm no, you fine. Keep oh, going. Like, what are you doing? So, yes, I, I do agree with you. And to be honest with you, I've never thought about it until you just said it right now, CJ. When you just said that you've, uh, you've seen females be praised for doing the exact same thing that a male did. I've actually seen that, but I've ne- it never clicked on me until you said that. Like, that has happened, but I guess we're so used to it that it's like, oh, shit, damn, you're right. That does happen. Um, I mean, I only got two years left, but I'm gonna make sure that I don't, I don't inadvertently do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, it's a learning process here. Like let it. me. Yeah, I want to hear Kelly. Let me talk. flip it. Yeah, let me flip it because this is something near and dear to my heart. Um, I got a my my fiance is in the Navy as well, um, and and so because a lot of points you bring up honestly still work to the to the to the I don't want to say to the females benefit but to the females argument and i say that because yes there are women who who want to take advantage of this situation that's a fact so that makes the hard working woman have to work even harder to get that to get that same praise have i looked at again have i looked at orders uh for a woman and said oh yes we have to we have to watch out for her and maybe this person isn't going to work as hard as a male and then that person had to come in and work double time as hard because there's a, another part of this. And this is the stigma of being a woman in the Navy. And we've mentioned this a, a couple of times, but we haven't actually truly deep dove into it because there are women in the Navy who are scared to have a family simply because of the stigma of a woman getting pregnant. Right. And so if anybody in this room has said, to their self, oh, I hope she doesn't get pregnant or she better not get pregnant or she got pregnant and she has cost me. Well, this person just started a family, a normal, a normal uh, thing for any woman in any other industry. However, we knock women for that, for starting a family because we don't knock men for that. We don't knock men for starting a family because again, obviously they can keep coming to work and whatever else, but we knock women and we hold women. I have seen women be told, do not get pregnant because we're about to go on deployment. Right? Do not start a family, which is a natural thing because we're about to go on deployment. So we, I think we have to be real sensitive when we talk because women go through things that, and again, just like kind of Josh said, that maybe us men don't understand. Just like I wouldn't want a white man, a white male talking about the black experience. I I kind of I'm hesitant to talk about the woman experience, but I can also be honest as a leader and say that I've seen things. And listen, I'm going to be real. I've probably done things or thought things about a woman coming to my unit, coming to my division that were unfair and put that woman already in a in a stigma before she even touched the deck. Sometimes as that's soon as I saw her orders. <laughs> I was gonna say, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You talking? I've I've been guilty of that too. I haven't said it to the sailor, but I've said it in my head. Like, man, this bitch better not come over here and get pregnant. Because ultimately, I think that okay, you joined the navy. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? Um, and they, you know, they say wait till you get to shore duty and then um, to get pregnant and start a family. You know, so you have to. I feel like you have to make a conscious decision 
to do that. Now, if you decide that, no, I'm not going to do that, it's going to be on my time, then there's consequences to that. So if you get pulled off the shit because you got pregnant, and then a year later you have to go back on, like you knew that was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's the Navy standards, the Navy rules. and um, But I understand uh, having that, the judgment, you know, because not only because I've been on the judgee, but the judger as well. So, yeah, I do that. I've been guilty of doing that too, and I'm not saying it's right. But I don't think that we do it um, negatively. Like maybe the way it comes out is wrong, but like, hey, here's a plan. Hey, this is what you need to do if you want to be successful, not, hey, don't get on here and get pregnant. Don't be fucking with him and this and that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that comes out wrong. That comes off bad. Like do you really like do you really care about this sailor? Or like what are your intentions, you know? Does that make sense? But you're not the only one just because you're a male. Females do that too, you know? And my daughter is actually in the Air Force. So now the way I see sailors, like I expect some, you know, I want her to be taken care of. So I take care of mine and I watch the way I talk to them because let somebody talk to my baby crazy. It's a wrap. (laughs) I'm with you. And this is what I say because every minority group, and this is, you know, trying to bring it back to, to minorities as a whole, every minority group deals with their stigmas to include women, to include black. And, and, and I think, like I said, I have purposely said, I am going to be on time because that is the black stigma that black people are late. Right. Um, and women have to fight that uphill battle of, because one, there's the stigma that, Hey, she may get pregnant. So how much trust can I put in her? Because she may be, she could be gone at any moment. And there's a stigma of the woman who does use that. Hey, I'm a cute girl to my advantage. So they don't want to work as hard. So now the woman who comes in and says, Hey, I want to bust my ass. I want to make rank. I want to do it the right way. Um, that person has to work doubly as hard. Um, and like I said, every, and to go back to, to Filipinos, that there is the stigma that, hey, Filipinos are going to get whatever because the mafia exists, and I can I can tap into the mafia. And again, I know, Joshi, you don't like this word, but, but we're talking about the stigma that exists, that, hey, maybe you didn't earn what you got because there's this group of leaders who's, who's looking to take care of you. We are all, as minorities dealing with these stigmas and at the end of the day we're still in a majority driven uh, 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 workplace because there's still when you look at the leadership uh, really the leadership in the Navy by and large it's still white men so let me ask some did that stigma ever go away so you said you purposely came in on time or early because black people were known for being late so did that ever, I mean 23 years do you still feel that way and it one hundred percent. I am still at work one hour early. I gotta say this. To break. No, no, no. Uh, respect. I respect your mentality behind that. Um, I'm just kind of surprised. Not surprised. What's the word? So this is my thing, right? Um, I come to work on time just because I'm supposed to be at work on time. Like I don't allow other people's perceptions of my ethnicity to be projected on me. I don't have the energy. To, to live within those confines. You know what I'm saying? There's so many people who are going to put stigmas on me. I don't even allow myself to be concerned with it. I come to work on time because I'm supposed to be at work on time. You know what I'm saying? So when I hear that, it, it makes me feel like, 
I don't know what the word is to describe it, but um, I'm I'm sorry to hear you. You've experienced that for for 23 years. You know what I'm saying? Ha- have you ever found yourself doing something? No. To to no. to uh, avoid myself from yes. falling into a, a pitfall. No, I'm actually the one that might actually fit that stereotype. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if that's really who I am, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely me. Yo, I'm saying though, and you know what? It's not because I'm black. Uh, you're talking. I'm t- okay. I'll give you a perfect example, right? When I first married my wife, my wife is Filipino. She's half. Her mom is Filipino. Her dad is, you know, partially Filipino also. So when her mom first met me, right, I would come home from work tired. My 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 wife's mom didn't understand the military. First thing I would do, hit the couch and go to sleep, right? And then I know this for a fact. Her mom. Uh, never lived in America before, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But had the idea through her own, you know, experience of, like, what other people have said about black people, oh, uh, he might be lazy because he's black. <laughs> Literally, this is what her mom said about me. But you know what? Within a year of her knowing me, she took it back and said, you know what? I had you wrong. You know what I'm saying? I didn't adjust myself for her. I just did what I know I do as a man. And I earned her respect. You know what I'm saying? So let me say, let me say, let me say, I respect what you're saying. And I, and, and I 100% agree. And now part of it is now just who I've become. But at the end of the day, and I say this every single day, I'm still, I still represent black culture. And I represent that hopefully in a, in a, in a group. I don't want to say hopefully, but normally in a group that is mostly white, right? I'm still going to dress the way I dress. I'm still going to talk the way I talk. Um, so I hope that I'm still putting a positive representation on on what a black man is while still being true to who I am and, and to my culture. And, and part of now being on time has just, or being early, I guess being super early, has, is just part of who I am. Um, it did start 100%. It did start as as trying to defeat that stereotype. And again, I don't knock anybody, whatever, whatever, whatever time you show up or whatever thing you do, every, but every sailor that I've talked to, especially again, now I talk to a lot of young black men and everybody, every young black man that I talk to that has an issue with being on time. I also related that to, Hey, remember how these people may be. And I don't want to say these people in a negative, but, but it is what it is because we're speaking truth remember how you may be looked at, like you said, somebody is always already calling you lazy, right? So now it's already, oh, he, oh, he, the black guy, right? You're, I am, I am as a black man representing more than myself. And I have to understand that. I have to understand that at all times that, Hey, I'm not just representing me because like we said, there's a lot of people in this industry that have never seen or never worked with a black person. So, so the things that I do, the things that they see, and you remember and that war room is normally mostly white. I am now maybe the only representative they have of black culture at that level. So everything I do represent may represent you and the seamen, the black seamen who just joined the Navy. What, hold on. Um, like CJ said, I respect, you know what I'm saying? What you do is what you do and how you operate. But when you say in the war room, I'm working with people who haven't worked with black people, I, I don't understand how that's happened because as a CEO, XO, ops, department head, whatever, you've had black sailors up under you. So 
Let me sorry. Yeah. Let, let me let me let me let me straighten that up. So what I mean by that is as a as a officer, a lot of people, a lot of officers have, have black sailors. But I but again as an officer, I'm I, I've been able to keep them at a at a distance. Mm-hmm. Right? So now in the wardroom where we sit down talking about not work, but we're bullshitting, we're talking about politics, we're talking about whatever else, you're not above me. So now we are talking on the same level. So now you're getting to know me not as your subordinate, but as a person that's at the same level as you, and we're talking at that same level. And again, listen, I'm not saying this to say, hey, I'm above anybody or whatever. I'm saying in that workroom, I always remember that I'm still a black man and I'm representing all black culture. And I mean that both in the positive and the, in the hey, let me show somebody that we're more than maybe just what the stigma may be. But I also mean that in, hey, I'm still a guy from the hood of Cincinnati and, and, and I'm going to speak as such. I think I understand exactly what you're saying. I, th- I think I, I follow what you're saying. I understand because there is some representation just in, you know what I'm saying, who we are. So I, I think I understand what you're saying. All right, real quick. We got two new people that just joined the table. We got Charlie. Charlie in the red and yellow. What's up, Charlie? You good? No, that one's not working. Use that one. All right, I'm good. Okay, you good. And then also on the Zoom call, uh, shit, where'd he go? Shit, we have Mark. I really wanted to get Mark in right where we at. Um Mark has been on the the podcast before. Mark is an LDO, you know, former chief LSC, now Suppo JG. I don't know where. Oh, here, here, here he is. Right, and I think as we talk about diversity, right, it's interesting thinking about something that you just said, right, Nick? Right. Hey, what's up, Mark? Uh, Mark, Mark's here with us. I was just introducing you. Um. How how did how could a CEO or XO or the department head right even if they're Caucasian not have ever worked with black black people Hispanics Filipinos whatever right there's everything in the Navy that's out there right how could they not right Um, they have right but they're kind of detached from it well they're a lot more detached from it than the chiefs sitting here at this table right now right. And now both of our, our officers on the Zoom call are both prior, right? We've got Chief Warren and we've got LDO, so they're both prior chiefs. So they, they know, and now they can see how detached the SWO from Annapolis is, right? And it's something that, again, as I was talking with Nikki about this, right, and, and Nikki had a lot to say. I'm going to probably get to do a follow-up with her, mm-hmm. right? we got kids, though, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's an interesting aspect when, uh, I I got a lot to say, right? I've been letting y'all go, right? Something about like, you know, culture, right? Yeah, you you are a black man, you are a Hispanic woman, you are an Asian woman, you know, whatever, whatever, all this, right? Um, and people are looking at you like that. And yeah, you might talk a certain way with a little bit of accent or something. But then when certain people come around, the, the officer or something, do you put on your white professional voice? Fuck no. That's only when you answer the phone. <laughs> only when you answer the phone, right? <laughs> right? Like, it, like, why is the voice of professionalism a white tone? And then, again, I'm just let me get some things out here, right? Um, or are you professional enough in any tone, in any language, right? Uh, is the you know ebonics and the slang is that professional at all, right? Some junior sailors don't understand that that's just not professional and that's not how you speak. I know 
the way I speak at work is pretty much the same without maybe as many curse words directed towards the officers. Yes, it is. Okay. But I am very, uh, someone said I'm very curt. Right? I'm short with the officers. I give them a direct answer and, uh, and one that I hope sends a message of stop talking to me now. <laughs> right. Um, but there, there is a big difference. Right. And, and I was, you know, it, it's, it's hard to find. There's, it's hard to find an officer that would come onto the podcast and give us that straight up slow, straight up different perspective of like not having been enlisted, not having been into the diverse group that we all grew up in the Navy in, right? And having been a chief, right? Because as Kelvin has been saying, right, the chief's mess, hella more diverse than that wardroom. As Nikki reminds Absolutely. me earlier, right? In a male dominant nurse corps, that is still male, like Caucasian male dominant, right? When when they're looking at her like, well, you know, and, and this is something she said, and, and this goes into a lot of things, right? They're looking at her walk in, sleeved up, right? Mm-hmm. Talking how she talks before she changes up the tone, and they're like, oh, you're prior, and she's like, yeah, prior civilian, get the fuck out of my way, <laughs> All right? You're talking to a lieutenant now, yeah, okay, like like. But that's why she was active, right? And part of why she didn't want to be here because she said she's not active anymore, right? So she 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 doesn't want to like be like oh back in my day, you know that kind of shit, right? She's like you know I'm not she's not active no more. So she did she, but it, those are still things that she experienced. Here's another one, right? Sharing her story, right? Because again, hand raised, I'm the privileged fucker here, okay? Right? Like oh, my fault. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you, CJ. God, I got, someone got my back. I got black privilege. Damn, I, I don't. Five eight two fifteen. Somebody help me! Somebody help me! But um, you know, so as we're talking through this, right? It's like she experienced the the culture going against her, right? When she was uh, deployed twenty fifteen on the Mercy, right? When she's one of the only Asian nurses, and 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 the the head nurse 05 was like she's about the sisters. Everyone coming off deployment got a NAM. That was black. Except Nikki. Right? So it doesn't matter what group you're in. The negativity can always exist. And then as we were speaking about earlier, uh, you know, the Filipinos and how, and Mark, you could jump in after this, right? How they look out for each other. They're, they're, they, they, like, they find one and be like, hey, you know, where are you from? How you been? Let me help you out. Let me show you the ropes. Well, this commander was doing the same thing. Right? But when you do it at the detriment, as Nick, you shared a sea story, when you do it to the detriment of others is when it's wrong, right? right? When you sneak it, when you send people home early and then spend the quality training time only with your people, right, then it's wrong. So as long as you're doing it fairly across the board, it's all good, right? But And then it is the true meaning of diversity, right? I make the joke that I'm privileged over here, right? And, and but what's not a joke is when I say I could I could hop the fence and and play both sides, right? If I need to go fucking listen to the metal shit with white boys, right? And fucking you know, oh hell yeah, brother, you know, you're like let's go, right, bub? <laughs> you know, all day. But I could also sit down amongst you all and not feel out of place. And I I'm pretty sure none of y'all feel like oh fuck, who brought the white guy, right? Or why we at the white guy's house, right? So I, I could do it all, right? And, and it's 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 easy for me to move between those different categories, those different diverse groups that 
others don't feel for whatever reasons, right? And, and again, there's no question, right? But I know CJ got something to say. No, Mark, Mark, if you got anything, bro, just jump in. I'm curious. Are you saying because you're white, you feel right, like you can cross boundaries? It's not because I'm white. Why, I'm why do you? Because honestly, I feel the same way. I feel like I can cross boundaries also. Right. So. It's because I'm cultured. What? Like you're cultured. Like many of us sitting here and all these phone calls are cultured, right? So What's race up? has nothing to do with it. It's all about, because like I mess what? with you. I mess with you because I like you. Right. Like, Josh is cool. I mess with Josh. Josh is cool. Yeah. It has nothing to do like Josh is cool for a white guy or, you know what I'm saying? I've invited you to my home. Sorry, I couldn't make it. It's all good, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I wouldn't do that unless I liked you as an individual. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you're losing me with that is what I'm saying because I'm like... But like when you when you step Hold into on, Tanya go no, Tanya sorry. Tanya then Kelvin then Nick that when you step into like a new mess new command or whatever new room like I if I see another Latina like it's you know until I get to know her when you step into the room and there's different races right you gonna look at the brothers am I am I lying you know that's what you're gonna attract attract first that's what you're no that's not right all right go hold, hold on. Nick, Nick shaking I'm gonna his head. I'm going to look at the no. shoes so, first, though. So, and then yeah, I'm black gonna... shoes only. <laughs> Nick, go, then kick it. Kick it to Kelvin. I'm going to tell you why. Because you set yourself up um, when you do that. So you're showing your hand, believe it or not, to those who are watching you. So if I come in a mess and I'm only hanging with this person or that person, I'm going to need the white guy in the corner one day. You know what I'm saying? So why I do it is I've experienced... Look, I'm, 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 I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's bitch-ass people in every every race, all right? I'm not rocking with somebody because he's black. Right. Because I'm quick to tell him, fuck out of here. He's a lame. I wouldn't be caught with him because he's a snake. He's a sucker. He's this, he's that, he's that. And I met uh, white guys that was that was cool, like, or Americans that was that was cool. Josh, that was your plug. Thank you. Appreciate but, it. I do not go, I, I don't go in any room only dapping up black dudes first or none of that. It's what's up to everybody. I, I, I always lead with respect because I want the same in return. I don't want to be uh, not included. That's not, that's not, that's not cool. So you got to be careful when you say, oh, I'm going to go with fuck, with fuck with this person first. Because, yeah, you might do that, but then what if that person don't, Rock with your community like that, or what if your person is a coconut or a, there we a, go, a, yeah, a, a almond joy or or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever stigmas you want to throw out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't go it off that. I got a I got a I got a partner. He's black. He's one of my best friends. But this this dude, he he got a saying: if it if it ain't snowing, he ain't going. Um, mm. uh, he that's, that's that's his thing. Yeah, I hope he's not in the military talking about coke. That's that's what that's his thing. That's what he like, and 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 he's at uh, the Kenny Chesney concerts, and uh, he plays the guitar and all of that. But that's still my man's, and I and I take him over somebody that I just met. Bless you. Are we doing a podcast? Bro? Uh, you just got your booster or something? <laughs> oh. Sorry, bless, you, bless you, bless, bless you. you, bless you, brother. <laughs> but uh, I met dudes who who come from the same 
uh, backgrounds is me where I'm like, man, I, I want to punch you in your face because you're a bitch. That's why I. That's why I don't go, do that. Go, but go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, Kelvin. Kelvin. Go kick ahead, it. Kelvin. Well, so this is the thing because we talked about how I talk, right? And well, not how I talk, but how people talk, right? I think in everything that we do, there's a time and place for for everything, right? I'm not going in the CEO's office talking about, yo, what up, dog? You know what I'm saying? But if I'm on the phone with my homeboy, that may be how I talk because I'm, I'm, I am a bunch of different things, right? Just because I'm a black guy doesn't mean I'm professional at all times. And it doesn't. So if I'm, if we're in civilian clothes, then I'm, I may talk a different way than if I'm going in the CEO's office, right? That may sound, you may, even my girl will say, Oh, you sound different when you talk to different people because different situations, different people require me to talk different. And that's not a knock. That's, that's, I'm still at all times. I'm still representing Kelvin. I'm still representing my mom. I'm still representing a black man because I can, just like you said, I can move in any crowd. So the first thing, well, let me say the first thing is Josh. I, first of all, I always thought you were Hispanic. I didn't know that you represented as a white man. I'm very confused. You know, right now. Hold on, let me hold on. Let me answer that real quick. That's where the American plug. Came Hispanics back. are Caucasian. Yeah. Oh, it, okay. It's a, it's right, on right, the right, fucking yeah. Just look it up. They're That's, not That's not true. It is. I was very confused. I was very confused. But hey, but again, I, I, we're not about I, to have that. Hey, but you know what? You know what? I, I don't know I, if, if my mic is still on. No, it, you on CJ? Hold on. Let <laughs> me finish. Hold on. We, we're gonna come back to you, CJ. Hold on. Go keep keep going, Kelvin. But I believe that that the thing that has made me successful, right, is is my ability to move in different crowds, right? And I think this was said already. The ability to, to, because at the end of the day, I think no matter the race, no matter the sexual orientation, no matter the, the, the sex, no matter whatever, there's still more that in which we're alike than we're different. So I can still, with every sailor that I've had in my Navy career, I can still find something in which we can relate and which we can talk about. Now, again, every sailor I've had, to include, and I'm talking about subordinates, I've still, I probably talk different, right? I may talk Star Wars to somebody. I may talk football to somebody else. I may talk hood shit to somebody else. I may talk, you, you know what I'm saying? So my language, my tone, my the things I say, the things I do, changes from person to person, conversation to conversation. And I don't take that as a negative. That's just me and the way I'm moving inside of those conversations. So again, when I go talk to the CEO, yeah, it may not say that, it may not sound the same as, if I'm calling my boy from back in Cincinnati in the hood and, and, and it's, it's going to sound a little different. And like I said, Absolutely. that has been pointed out to me because the same as my, like I will say, my mother has literally in her life, never heard me use profanity. And anybody who knows me knows that I cuss every other word <laughs> right on because every conversation is different. You know what? Can I, can I interject now? This is, this is what I, this is what confuses me about mm -hmm. this topic. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't think Josh, as a half Caucasian, half Hispanic person, feels like when he speaks, he's representing his entire ethnicity. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand the mentality. Like, I don't understand why certain people feel they need to carry that weight. I need to carry mm -hmm. my people on my back and prove that my people are not what you think we are. You know what I'm saying? I think individual accountability, individual character, those are the things that matter. I don't care what you think about me. 
let my actions show you who I am. So you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's funny to me is it's only us, it's only minorities who feel that we need to speak for all of us. You know what I'm saying? But I don't see Josh sitting here like, well, you know what? Thankfully, I'm half Caucasian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because I can show you guys that as a half Caucasian, I can articulate my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's, like, Caucasians don't think that way. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's only us, and we put that stigma on us. Like, I challenge mm-hmm. anybody listening, let that shit go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, be you and let the real you be the person that's judged. You know what I'm saying? I like that. But in the like same that. but in the same context, I will say that I'm the same way as you, Calvin. When I'm speaking to the CO, I'm not using the same vernacular that I'm using. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not talking the same way I talk to Nick when I'm just talking to Nick or Josh or whatever the case, because there is different levels of who I am as an individual. So I understand that 100%. And I think that anybody with common sense would know better. You know what I'm saying? I just don't understand the mentality of like, I need to represent all of my people because it's like at the end of the day, you know, if, if anything, you're setting yourself up for failure, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to, nobody's perfect. They're going to see your flaws and attribute your flaws to all black people. So like, nah, don't look at me for my color, you know, respect my color, but look at me for who I am. All right, let's go. Uh, Charlie. Uh, Yeah. I, I hear your point of like, don't let the chain of command or whoever is looking at you like, okay, this person represents everybody in his his ethnicity, everybody in that minority section. I don't feel it. But it comes around when we do have those people in the wardroom who ran into the, hey, I've been around 20 years. And, you know, last year we had all this extremism going on and I got turned too. And they looked at me, they was like, so what do we talk about? It's like, so, so what's really going on? Because I was the only, there was no black officers. It was a whole... A white male dominant chain of command, and they're like, "We need to talk about this. Things are going on in the world. How should I word this? How should I put this out? Let's talk about the all hands call." And they looking at me like, you "No, know, we don't know what's going on. We don't know the wrong thing to say out here." That's a good thing, though. No, that that part is good. You're represent. You're taking on that burden, though. Like, all right, let me really sit down and think about this. And make no, sure you're not, it's not taking a- on a burden of all minorities. You're adding a perspective. Oh. From a minority. It's perspective they don't have. Exactly, because you're a minority. But you're not, you shouldn't have to carry, well, this is what minorities want to hear. Because you don't know what every minority wants to hear. Right, you don't know what everybody wants to hear. You know what I'm saying? But you're putting it out there. Stop putting that on your shoulders. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he did it. Hold on. on. Whoever it is. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, one at a time. Charlie, finish your thought. So when we're getting into those situations and how we talk to people, I I come at it with, I need to talk to you however it's going to take for you to get the job done. All right, whichever way is more like however you need it, I'm gonna give it to you because I want something done and this needs to get done one way or another. You know, whether that's talking a, a different way, but you're gonna be yourself. Like, you, know, you, you gotta understand how people communicate. And if somebody doesn't get how you talk normally, you gotta switch it up because you want your message to be clear. It's all about that clear communication. So if I gotta like slow it down, you know, change up my pace, change up my tone and be like, yo, let me elaborate to you this way. All right, let me not use $10 words. Let me break down these $1.50 words like I get at the liquor store. We on it. Like, I'm going to get the job done, and, and we're going to get through this together. But you have to switch it up sometimes. Everybody is not the same. So, All right. Hey, let's uh, – let's, uh, Mark's been here weighing. Let's get Mark in on this. Mark, again, is a former LSE, LDO. Mark, you at uh, JG now? 
JG now. You're uh, a little, uh, little young, almost, you know almost railroad tracks. Almost. Look at you growing up. What do you think, man? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, a lot, a lot of good information being put out. And I agree. I agree with a, a lot of the information too. And uh, one of the things is like the command that I'm currently at right now is uh, is RCO was a was a prior chief, and so. Just because he was a prior chief, you know, I don't come at him, you know, like he, you know, like he's a chief. I, I give him the respect as he is as, as a CEO. So just like what y'all were saying, you know, I, I, you know, when I talk to the CEO, I go in there professional. But there's also times too where, you know, we're not talking business, we're talking sports, or we're talking basketball or something, you know, and we're and we're talking just like we're, you know, we're human beings. But at the end of the day, uh, when it come when when we're working, you know, you just have to be that prof- professional because this is a profession, right? So you know, and that's what we. That's kind of like what what we were trained uh, to do, and I'm not saying you know go out and be somebody else, but you know that you just have to you just have to give give that respect uh, from a professional standpoint. Um, but you know that as yeah, that that's pretty much like what I got as far as as far as that goes. Hey, your CEO, uh, what ethnicity is he? He's African American. So, does that make it easier to talk to him? In your because you you a hooper right you got a little bit of cult uh, you know that Afri- we'll call it African American culture or hoop culture right in you does it make it easier to approach him on that level speaking like that if he was a white dude would you be like hey let's talk hoops let's talk sports or would you just keep it in the white tone <laughs> professional so for me, it's, it's a little bit different because, you know, I kind of gauge, gauge the CEO, you know, regardless of what, you know, what their race is, right. It's just, you know, based off their character, you have, you know, you kind based off their character, you kind of, you know, kind of have to have that emotional intelligence to kind of understand and, and get, you know, your boss um, or, you know, just people in general. Right. So um, I'll always start out, you know, professional and if, uh, if the, you know, whoever it is chooses to, you know, to go down that road and, and you know, I'll, I'll relax a little bit, you know. Um, but I'll always let the let the you know CEO set the tone. Um, now, I've had I've had a couple of CEOs previously where you know I couldn't talk to them you know the way the way that I do, and, and nor do I ever go into the CEO's office just to you know just to shoot you know shoot shoot shit right. You know I just I I just go in there just you know handle my business, and if he wants to talk a little bit more, you know we'll talk a little bit more. But you know for the most part, I just try and keep you know. State, state my business and, and then go on my my merry way, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it just, as we're talking about all this, right, I think everyone can see, everyone kind of looking at me when I ask that question, right, is cause, like looking at me weird. Go ahead, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to make it personal for me, like, because you said that, right? Because people assume, because I'm 6'6", six, six, and I'm black, that, like, they think, like, the first thing they say to me if, if they don't know me is, Oh, you're a basketball player, man. Or all right, oh, I know you're a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro, you who who you who for? Like you it's, that's always the first thing. And it's like, all right, man, yeah, like yes, I do play basketball. Yes, I am good. Yes, I'm in the men's league at Balboa. Yes. Oh my god. However, however, six yes, man. I'm, taking, I'm giving autographs. However, um, you can just talk to me regular. Like <laughs> it doesn't have to that's right. that shouldn't be your icebreaker. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, what command you with? What's your job? What's your rate? Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, it's so many other, but when you start with the, I'm already looking at you like, all right, man, like, you're shallow because mm-hmm. you don't have any, uh, what you call it? No uh, culture. Yeah. like You're you black and tall, so you must play hoops. 
Right. But like I'm talking about the I'm talking to the person that's that's greeting me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's 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 old, man. Like I'm I'm a man. Just just talk to me regular. Man, that must be tough, bro. <laughs> Yo, I'm so sorry for you. No, 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 no. No, it's just and, and you know what? You know what's I'm just saying it's and you it's, know what's crazy though? Go ahead, Mark. Oh, I was gonna say, you know what's crazy though too is uh is me coming up, you know, as a Filipino. Um, Filipinos come up to me all the time and you know, they see that, you know, when I made Chief or, you know, when I picked up a LDO, you know, they come up to me and they're like, Oh yeah, you made it because you're part of the mafia. I'm like, what you talk about, man? Like I, that's not how I made it. Like I made it because of you know, because of my hard work and, and anybody that knows me like <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I just, I just I just work hard and you know and I get along with everybody. You know what I mean? And it's just it, it just bothers me sometimes when people come at me and they just assume automatically that you know that's just that's what I am and that's how I made it. You know. Well, and, and let me let me let me touch back on because I think I think uh, somebody said, "Hey, you shouldn't represent your entire culture, well, whether you want to or not. You are um, whether you want to or not. Some somebody somewhere is going to attribute positively or negatively attributes to your entire culture based on the things you do again, positively or negatively, right? Somebody may, you may, you have the potential to change somebody's mind about potentially the whole, your entire culture or vice versa. You have the, you have the potential to, to feed into, to feed into a stereotype. Like I said, so, so again, let me ask you this. About- I, I just got a question to that, to that statement. Are, are you performing at the best of your ability because of the color of your skin and the, the duty you feel to that color? Or are you performing to the uh, best of your ability because it's your character? It's because it's the way you were raised. It's because, see me, when I put my uniform on, I put my name tag on first, right? When Yeah, that's the way I do it. When I wear my khakis, right? I put my name tag on first. My name tag is... Is is my it's 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 I'm representing my family. It's like, hey, this is who my mom and my father raised to behave this way. It's not this is who as a black man I'm raised to behave this way. And this is what I this is what I asked like when I asked Joss, I was like, Do you feel the need to your actions speak for your ethnicity? And he said no. And it's just like this unnecessary like, am I conscious that there are people who have stereotypes about blacks, Filipinos, Asian? I'm Asian and black. There's people who have stereotypes about Asians also. So I understand the whole mixed mentality. I, I get it from multiple areas. I grew up in a, in a situation where, for some, I wasn't black enough. For others, I definitely wasn't Asian enough. You know what I'm saying? I'm 50-50 of both. But I don't carry yeah. I don't carry my race on my shoulder and say I'm doing my actions because of my race. I think that is I think that's a fallacy. Go ahead, go ahead. I just want like when you said you you know you can you can change that person's opinion. Um if that person is not doesn't have the mental capacity to recognize me as just this individual and not a person of all the the savior of all black people like you really trying to trying to sway or convince or or you give a fuck enough about their opinion like i i don't care so so so, so I, and i like that that's a good point right um so l- let me say this because at the end of the day i'm going to be me right but when we talking about the opinion because i know 
that maybe maybe their opinion of me may affect the the semen that they're not even fucking with. You know what I'm saying? Again, is this a burden and I'm taking on? Let me say, let me let me go back because uh, it was a very good point. The first thing, and I, I have always said that my biggest priority is to represent my mother, right? Um, who is a hard worker, who 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 I refuse to fail because that's not that's not the person she created, right? But I'm never going to lose fact of the of the point that I am a black male, and I'm never going to lose fact of the point that hey, I may be the closest that some of the people that I deal with come deal with black men. And let me not even make this a man, a black person, right? So I'm never going to lose fact. Now, again, I'm not going to lose who I am. I'm still, like I said, and I've said this multiple times, I'm still a dude from the hood in Cincinnati and that's never going to change, but I want to make that very regular. I want, I, that is, that is something that is, that is big to me to make that very regular that, Hey, a black person, from the hood in Cincinnati is dealing with the same things you're dealing, has the same dreams that you have, has the same ambitions that you have, has the same concerns that you have. Would like, you agree? That is something that I'm thinking about. Go ahead. I just had a question for you, Calvin. Would you agree? Yes, please. Would you, Calvin, excuse me. Would you agree that mm-hmm. with what Nick said, that those individuals who have preconceived ideas of who you are and those mentalities that you perform your actions based off of to combat the issue isn't you, it's them. I, and I agree. Listen, listen. At the I end agree. of the day, I'm That's not. I'm, I'm not going to win everybody. And um, and I and listen. At the end of the day, because just like you said, if, if somebody comes in with a with a with a preconceived notion that hey, I don't fuck with black people. I am sure I display enough attributes that you can say, and that's why I don't fuck with black people, right? I'm still going to sag my pants. I'm still going to wear Jordans. I'm still going to have the hat on with earrings because that's me. But what I want to do is I want to normalize that. So when Seaman Jackson or Seaman Williams comes in with that same way, now you've dealt with that. Now you've seen that both in a professional level and you've seen that in a in a maybe unprofessional level where, hey, listen, I can still go somewhere and I can still have a good time and I'm still a human because at the end of the day, and I think this goes back to what Josh says, I think w- what a lot of people, there's a lot of things that separate us. But again, I still believe there's more things that in which we're alike. And, and a lot of this, a lot of the prejudice that exists is just due to exposure. You haven't, you haven't been exposed to a black man who's just, who's going through life the same way you are, who has the same concerns and ambitions and goals that you do, or a woman or a Filipino or an Asian or whatever. Because at the end of the day, I think there's still more that, that, that makes us alike, right? The, most of us in the Navy are still, we're just trying to make it. We're all, we're, by and large, people in the Navy are good people who maybe didn't come from a situation where they had a silver spoon who are trying to make it. I, I hear you, and uh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. real quick, but like those people with those, with those preconceived notions that Nick is talking about and everything, once they see how you're doing and what you're doing, they're going to hit you in their mind, and some even say it out loud, oh, you're one of the good ones. And when, when you hear that statement, you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not about to change this person's mind or how they see everybody, but they see me as a, oh, you're different than them. So I'm going to have that faith in you, but like the other people I'm still looking at, I'm kind of sideways and sketchy. Because I've heard that here, like, oh, you're one of, not here where I work now, but I've heard it before in the neighborhood, like, oh, you're one of the good ones. I'm like, God damn, really? Tanya, go ahead, Tanya. So I think people are confusing, and I might be wrong, Kelvin, but y'all making it seem as if 
he's spending all his time trying to um, uh, be this person to change people's mind or whatever. Like, you know, when you, this burden or whatever. No, I, I think with him, um, I agree with what he's saying. Yeah, be, and I want to address something that you, that you said, too, is when he said you could change somebody's mind. And, and he's right. Just, just like you don't feel the same way or you or whoever about all white people, right, but, or any other race, but you go in there, you're like, Damn, something must have happened. Something happened in your life that you don't like this race for some reason. Am, am I wrong or am I right? Yeah, sometimes in certain places of the country, they have no reason. It's just generational, co- and they correct. have no fucking idea. Correct. So fucking I don't retards. with right, but I don't think that he's purposely like his whole goal is to change these people and try to act a certain way. No, I don't think he's trying to do that. But I agree that what he says that you can't change somebody's perspective. You, I don't think he's purposely trying to do that. You know, he's just okay. Well, not all black people are the same. Not all Hispanics are the same. Not all white people are no, the same. Let me say, but, I I commend his mentality, Kel, uh, Kelvin. Me me personally speaking, I commend your mentality. I don't think that um, as far as the way that you feel that because you're in an elevated position within, you know, the command you're in or your organization, that you feel like you know what? Let me make sure that you know people aren't you know. Um, judging um, my actions and holding it in a negative context against all people, but they haven't experienced me before, or at least my ethnicity before. Right. I respect it. I don't. I don't want to come off as though you know. I understand the mentality. My only thing is in today's society, we're in 2021. We're connected by internet, like we literally have access to the world at our fingertips. I'm holding a a, a smartphone in my hand right now. Android. You know what I'm saying? Like so, for the well, mentality that. I love Android. My camera's just better. But anyway, uh, um, the mentality that, you know, um, in today's society, you have to carry that. I say carry that burden because he's repeatedly said right. he's conscious that the things that he does. And I, I, think whether, I get it. Whether you I, I like it, it or not, you do. Whether I like it or not, so, I do. So I can say it's do. not about me like or not. It's my indifference to it. I'm indifferent to the to the way you yes. feel. Yes. I don't care. That, that's a flaw with you. That's no. That's I'm your, saying, no. But let me, hear me out. Let me let me finish this. Let me let me finish this. I don't care that you have a preconceived condition about ethnicities, genders, sexuality, whatever. That's your issue. All I can do is be me. Right. Point blank. Period. Yeah. That's why I continue to say this. I, you know, maybe burden isn't the right word, yeah. but like, do I have to be con- again? So conscious. I, I am not conscious of me as a black. My, my actions represent black individuals because black individuals as a black man is we're so diverse. We're not put in a box. I heard somebody say something about a hat and earrings. I heard somebody say about like, you can't put us in a box. There's individuals who only listen to yeah. only watch animation. And you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I don't you, have my ears pierced. Exactly. You can't okay. put us in well, a box. So this idea that like, okay, black people talk like this, you know, they, they, they speak a certain way. They act a certain way. They walk a certain way. Like, there's if you can't recognize the diversity within black people, that's a flaw in you. Right. And I agree. I, OK, I want to say whether you like or not, whether you think so or not. You you do represent the black and Asian. I think you're missing you my di- point. No, no, no. I, I'm not denying the fact okay, okay. that someone could look at me. You saying you don't give a fuck. I'm saying 
I don't care. And I don't get That's on yeah. you. Yeah. That's a right. character okay. flaw okay. with yeah. you. Now, it doesn't right. change my stride. I walk the same way, whether you perceive me a certain way I, or not. I have to ask and Kelvin I, a question, though. Hold on. And I totally, hold on. Go and ahead, I, go ahead, go ahead. And I, and, I, and I totally agree with that because I can give two shits about what people think about me, too. But I am proud of my ethnicity. I'm proud to be a Latina. You know what I'm saying? I know what my family did and where they came from. So that's different. But that doesn't mean I'm trying to prove myself to somebody. But so can when I put I say, you in a box of who you are as a Latina? Hold on one second. You, you can do whatever you right, want, right. and anybody else can. Right. I'm not going to try to prove you wrong or right. And so when exactly. I say when I, right, CJ, but when I say when, when I say when I walk into a room... When I walk into a room and I see, because there's, initially, that's something that I probably could share with them. I'm not saying that I'm counting the rest of them out. I'm not, fuck the white bitches and fuck, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that's my initial, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a Latina, I see another Latina, and we come together. That's it. That does. Mark? Yeah, no, I was, I was just going to say, uh, you know, I, I agree, you know, with that. I think you, you just have to, you just have to be yourself and say, you know, forget what everybody else is thinking, right? But then at the same time, it's important for us to acknowledge that, you know, there's a saying, uh, you know, the higher in rank you go, the more clear the glass house is that you live in, right? Because it's like everybody's watching your every move, you know, and it's, it's important for us to just know that, you know, we we represent more than what, you know, than just our last name and, and who we are, right? And But I'm not saying that's just the way you have to live, but it's important to, to you know, to, to know that. You know, I mean, like for me, like when I, you know, when I go to work, like I'm, you know, professional, um, you know, but then when, when you see me out in town, you're going to see me, you know, just, just like what you say with a fitted earrings, you might see me on the basketball court rocking some Jordans, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, and, and, and I think what that does, it kind of paves the way for, for these young sailors, right. That are coming up from the same place where we came from and they get a chance to see that like, Oh, you know what? I could still be me, but at the same time, I could still be professional just like how he did it or just like how she did it. You know what I mean? And I think that's the, that's the point that's trying to be made is that you just got to be able to acknowledge, you know, acknowledge it and not be blind to the fact that you do represent more, you know, than, and I'm not saying y'all don't get that. I think all of us in here are smart enough and we all, we all get it, you know? You know um, what I think? But yeah, I that's, think... that's what I think. Kelvin. Can I, because I think I, a question was asked to me. Yeah, I got a question. Um, no, so I, no I, I haven't asked a question to this. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. So, subconsciously or uh, blatantly, do you hold your the black sailors that work for you? Do you hold them to a higher standard? And if you do, do you think that that's fair? Based off the so, the merit so and the I, weight you carry for yourself, I'm sure it bleeds mm-hmm. into the black sailors that work for you. So, are. You go ahead. So, 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 so let me go because there's a couple points. First, I want to make um, the first thing. What is 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 simply this? I understand the point of I should not care, but I I also believe in again. This isn't about elevated position or I believe I'm better than, but I believe it's about exposure. And what I hope or what I intend to do is is show somebody that hey, just because I am black. And just because, because I don't give a fuck about, it's not necessarily for me. I'm going to put on CWO4 and I'm retired, right? But I'm hoping that the exposure that somebody who may not have exposure to a, to a black, the same way. And again, we can talk about this in terms of any minority group. Hopefully I can expose them to something that makes them say that, Hey, the seaman that also works for me, Hey, he may be, or let me, let me forget the stigma. 
Now, your question about do I hold blacks to a different standard? I, I think so. There's there's two aspects. One, first and foremost, uh, I think I I purposely and, and again we, we can call this ne- me, uh, uh, negative. Do I seek out young black people that I know that may be dealing with or at least caught up in what they perceive as racism in our organization? Yes. Do I hold my sailors to a different standard based on race? I don't believe so. And I hope that my sailors would say the same. I don't know that. And honestly, that's a really good question. Um, but do I, do I seek out young black men and women that I know that may be holding this grudge to the Navy and try to show them how to win in this game? Because at the end of the day, a lot of what we talk about and the reason the point of senior Navy leadership, uh, no, no minority. And again, I mean, that in any aspects, no minority CNOs, no minority or very few minority ponds, very few minority flag officers, very few minority captains is because one of the attributes, whether we choose to or not, one of the attributes we choose or, or, or that comes into play in mentorship a lot of times is race. That's why sometimes minorities don't receive the same mentorship as maybe some of these other races because, because there are, I have seen white leaders who have only mentored white people and that's never been questioned. And I have seen minority leaders, again, and we could take this to women, we could take this to black, we could take this to any race, who have only mentored that group and that has come into question, right? So there are, so now you have minorities who are afraid to mentor only that group. So I have seen sometimes there are great sailors who don't receive the mentorship that they deserve. So has that been something that I've sought out? Yes, absolutely. And then do I hold them to a high standard? Absolutely. But have I also mentored white men? Absolutely. Okay. Um, let, let me let me let me say this. Let me. Uh, I'm not gonna um, say names or anything, but they're okay. Um, 19 years in the Navy. I'm a senior chief, right? Worst sailor. I've ever had in the Navy was a white guy. This dirtbag refused to come to work on time, refused to bathe, refused to. I mean, this guy was just one of them. The biggest dirtbag I've ever had in the Navy. Um, I don't understand why this individual can be a dirtbag, but not carry the stigma for his entire race. You know what I'm saying? This is the mentality where I'm saying there's a level of racism in the idea of me carrying my actions for my whole race, period, as a whole anyway. You understand what I'm saying? But I'll go even further, and I'll say one last thing, and then I'll, I'll, I'll be done with this topic. But um, the other thing I wanted to say was being who you are as an individual in many cases, is what pushes the bar further. I was an RDC. <laughs> I've said it a hundred times on this podcast, right, through different conversations. I was at RTC 
when there was an HM1 who refused to cut her dreads. Right? That's Na- what got it started. Navy, Navy kicked her out. The month after they kicked her out, they changed the policy. She refused to conform. Even though I'm not going to debate right now whether that was right or wrong, but what I'm saying is not trying to fit the mold of what they say you should be is what moves us forward. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm not talking silly things like being in work on time. That's something that is a given. I, you know what? My number one thing I tell sailors, now the policy has changed, right? But I've had many, many sailors in my career, right? I used to talk to sailors and they'd be like, Chief, you don't understand. They, they're against me. I'm like, what you mean? Tell me what happened, dog. They over there yelling at me, telling me I need to get a haircut. <laughs> Bruh. You. You joined the military. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, you know that I need to shave. Bruh, you joined the military. What did you think was going to happen? You know what I'm saying? That is a separate issue from, you know what? That guy's black, and I think that guy is going to be late to work every day because black people are lazy. That's an internal issue with that individual. And I don't understand why we don't see the racism in that. I don't understand why we feel like, I told you, the worst sailor I had was a white guy. And that guy has no stigma on him. Nobody looked at him and said, man, you know what? White people are lazy. (laughs) But why do we feel like, you know what? Man, I'm representing my people. You know, like, that's racist in itself. So that's my stance. That's my mentality. I know it's not, it's a lot more intricate than that. I know it's not that simple. But that's what I'm hearing right. throughout this conversation. You know what I'm saying? So that's what throws me off. Well, I agree with you. I, 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 I see the racism yeah. in that. I don't know if anybody else doesn't, but I don't. So I don't think you that said I, you do or you I don't? do see the racism okay, in yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. So I don't. Um, but just like where there's a stib, the stigma that you're talking about with uh, white people, like uh, yeah, I'm I'm in the process of selecting uh, viewing uh, orders for a PS. Uh, a billet in my command, and I'm looking at the names, and I'm looking and and looking at uh you know what they are, whatever. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I was like, man, I don't want no crybaby white girl coming over here, and because the way I talk or the way I lead or whatever, that's a stigma. So, so yeah, you wrong for that though. <laughs> you are. I experience. So I'm not trying Mark, to get fired in two Mark, years that I got Mark, left. So hold on, hold on. Mark, I got a cry- Mark, you, you know what I'm saying? Mark, you have something. Mark, you have something. No, no, I, I just, I was just gonna say, I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, that's uh, that, that, you know, that, that, that's bad if, uh, if people are thinking like that. All I'm saying is, is you just, you just have to know and acknowledge that there's people out there that think like that. And you know, I'm not saying that you have to acknowledge that that they're out there. All right, so a couple things here, right? Uh, we got to start wrapping this up 15 minutes on the clock. All right, and we got to end on positivity. Not that any of this was negative, but we got to end on a super high note, right? A um, couple things that I, I'm hearing, right? Uh, it, it is racism, right? When those people, and maybe Kim will get a word in here, right? Um, when those, those people have those problems, right? It, it is racism problems, right? It is racist problems. Again, me over here in the corner. We don't have to answer those racist problems, though, right? You guys might disagree, but I don't, as a, as a person of confusion, 
of multiple multiple ethnicities that like like CJ had said that you know wasn't Mexican enough because I didn't speak Spanish. Wasn't sure if I was really white because I look. I know words, okay, but no, it wasn't white because of how I look, right? The name didn't match the fit, right? The skin now covered in tattoos, like it doesn't match anything, right? So I I feel you, CJ, when you said that, right? Many times I have felt as a person of no ethnicity, why, as Nick said, I'm a straight-up American, an American that steals from all cultures, and implements into his family, Filipino now, right? And and spreads diversity with his own genes, with his own family, and incorporates everything because that is the true American way, right? Is to take a little bit from everything, right or wrong, not appropriating, but respecting and implementing with respect through, you know, family and stuff, right? So, you know, we, we don't always have to answer the racist motherfucker. We can, but most of the time we don't get to answer them the way we want, right? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Um, so you know that 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 that's one part, right? I forgot what the second part was, but um, <laughs> Buffalo Trace, you know, <laughs> let's go. But you, you know, it, it's been a great conversation. So right now, I just kind of want like here here's the second part I've been thinking about the whole time, right? And, and actually, it goes to what you were saying, Tanya. We as leaders in the mess. In the wardroom, prior prior in the mess, right? How do we provide a better answer to the minorities? Because I fuck with them, and I know they fuck with me, right? Because where I'm sitting in my office, it's the minority aisle, mm-hmm. right, Kim? You could you could look where we sit, and there's one side this and one side that, and that's a straight fucking fact. Facts. Facts. Okay. <laughs> and, and-